Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Friday, everybody. TGIF Friday on the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson coming to you from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. Kelly Sanders with us here in the first half of the show this afternoon for a Friday Afternoon. It's a great time to be thinking about Friday night dinner. I can't think of a better place to go than Dickie's Barbecue Pit. They'll serve you up something hot, fresh, and delicious. If you go inside, as Kelly Sander will tell you, you can even get free ice cream. But if you don't want to do that, you can go through the drive-thru or you can call them and they'll deliver it right to your house, whatever you choose. Be sure you choose Dickie's Barbecue. This is one of those shows when the producer, like myself, gets a little nervous. We've got Kelly Sander and Ben Willoughby all on the same show today, so that makes me just a little bit edgy. Tall tales. <clears throat> yeah, tall tales. Well, I, I know the legal department will be listening with keen interest. I think both lawyers are tuned in as we speak. I think you're exactly right about that. Ben will be on the show a little later, uh, and Louis seems pretty excited about that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Good news. Uh, it appears Southern Miss, well, there's good and bad news. It does appear Southern Miss is leaving to play a football game. That's the good news. The bad news, Kelly, is they've got to go play Liberty. Yeah, well, nobody's figured out how to beat Liberty yet, and um, they're, they're clicking on all cylinders, and by all accounts, although, you know, there's no specifics being given out because of privacy reasons, of course, but obviously the Eagles are not going to have all hands on deck. Um, but the fact that they're that they're just getting to play a game, I'm sure the guys are are anticipating it, and and the fan base is as well. It'll be good just to see them back out on the field again, and and who knows, Bob? That's why they don't phone them in. Right. You know, that's why they play the games. Right. Luke, is this going to be a game people like Kelly and I can watch, or only uh, internet gurus like yourself can find? It's on ESPN three, but they're uh, yeah, it's going to be internet gurus. But there's there's ways to watch it. If you have an ESPN uh, subscription, all you have to do is just go on ESPN, uh, you know, three, or, or watch ESPN, or or if you've got a, a smart television, you can watch it on the ESPN app. So it's going to be a, an, an interesting game. Jack Duggan sent me this uh, this uh, this morning. You know, Tim Billings is going to be the acting head coach, the third acting head coach the Eagles have. Had this year, in case you're wondering about his head coaching experience, he was head coach at Southeast Missouri and Cape Girardeau for six years from 2000 to 2005. He was actually the Ohio Valley Coach of the Year and the American Football Association Region 3 Coach of the Year during his time there. And uh, Jack, Jack sent me this. This is pretty interesting. There's a few other instances of one team having three acting head coaches. In 2013, Southern Cal had Lane Kiffin. He got fired after the first five games. Then Ed Orgeron was the interim head coach for eight games, and then Clay Helton was the interim head coach for the bowl game. And then it happened in Temple in 2018 and 2019. They had three full-time head coaches in one month. So a very odd situation with Scotty Walden 
having to stay in Hattiesburg because of COVID. But uh, Tim Billings will be, uh, and, and he said earlier this week he was going to kind of be Scotty's voice out there, but a very interesting situation with the third acting head coach for the Eagles in one season. Hmm. It'll be exciting to watch. And uh, what are they got to do, uh, Kelly Sander, to pull off a big upset? Boy, Bob, this, this is only an hour show. <laughs> uh, you know, when, when, you're, when your personnel is depleted, like it is, I mean, you're, you're patchworking things together. Just just to get a team on the field is going to be an, you know that, that shows some consistency and some progression for Southern Miss will be will be an accomplishment. I think just being realistic, we all want the Eagles to win. We're all bleeding black and gold, but for them to go in there to Lynchburg, Virginia, and beat a team that is undefeated that that by all accounts is pretty doggone healthy and have been all year long. When the Eagles aren't, it's, it's a tall order, but it always starts and ends with the offensive and defensive lines. You know, the problem with the Eagles so far this year is one game, the offensive line will play well and the defensive line doesn't, or vice versa. If they could just put it all together, which is what it's going to take to have any kind of chance to beat the Flames on their home field. Luke, how depleted do you think the football team will be man-wise? <sighs> The, the good news is defensively, I, I'm pretty sure that we're going to have uh, several guys back, particularly in the front seven uh, on defense, so linebackers and defensive line. Uh, looking back from last week, uh, some of the things that I heard was there was a few of those positions that were almost depleted because of contact tracing. Remember, Scotty Walden said that there were up to 20 guys uh, that were going to be unavailable last week, not from positive tests but from contact tracing. So the good news is on the defensive side of the ball, it seems like some of the positions that were depleted uh, last week for, for UTEP are, are back this week, and even a few of the injuries are back. Now, offensively, I'm hearing there are going to be some key pieces that are out. So tomorrow, if uh, if you turn on the Liberty game or you're listening to John Cox and Lee Roberts and a few new names get called at some key positions, uh, I've been hearing, again, you know, because of HIPAA and because of other things, the, the university doesn't release that. But it seems like there will be a, a few new faces on the offensive side of the football. And so that's just, you know, on the road against an undefeated team, Liberty only giving up 269 yards a game. Some people want to point to the types of teams they played, but they beat two Conference USA teams. They beat, beat one Sun Belt team, and then, of course, uh, they beat uh, an ACC team on the road last week. So Liberty is good, and, and they are really good, and I think it's just going to be a, a challenge for the Eagles to, to try to see how in the world they you know, can move the ball offensively with some stuff moved around. Defensively, uh, Malik Willis, the quarterback for uh, Liberty, he's an Auburn transfer, and uh, he's rushed for about 400 yards. Liberty ran the ball in Syracuse all over the place, and I think their, their strategy tomorrow will be to force the Eagles um, to shut down the run, to commit more people up front, to commit more people in the box, and uh, Liberty has the ability to throw the ball, too. So it, it's a real challenge uh, for sure. Probably uh, the, the biggest challenge the Eagles have faced this year. Yeah, Kelly, I don't want to be Mr. Pessimistic, but it, it does appear to me that, the, and I've watched Liberty play a couple of games. They, they're pretty good defensively, but they're really good offensively, and we're not very good defensively. So it, it does appear, at least on paper, to be a really difficult matchup for the Southern Miss defense. But like Luke said, that, it, that at least our defensive starters should be pretty much uh, you know fully stocked. So if you're if you're going to have any opportunity to contain you know Liberty's uh, offense, you're going to have to have your you know your starters in there. You know, 
So, so that is good news as far as that goes. But when you look at the rest of the schedule, uh, this, this, as far as caliber of teams that you're scheduled yet to play, this is, this is the best team left. Yeah, no question, no question. You know, so there will be a good good barometer as to, as to how they perform. But again, it's just so hard to be able to develop any consistency because from week to week, you don't know who's in, you don't know who's out, you know. Um, it, it's, just, it's just so difficult. I mean, right. it's just, man, right. it's tough. Let me throw this one at you, Luke. Liberty wins big. Does that enhance the fan desire to get Hugh Freeze? Southern Miss upsets Liberty. Does that tamp down the enthusiasm about Hugh Freeze? Yes and yes and all of the above. I think regardless of what happens in this game, because Southern Miss fans will see Hugh Freeze on the other side and some of the Internet rumors that have been circling, I think there will be more talk on Monday than there has been you know, going forward, even if it's a close game and – I think even if the Eagles pull the upset, I, I, I think um, there, there's still going to be a, a very strong part of the fan base. If, if they think, you know, uh, rumor-wise or whatever, if they think Hugh Freeze is in play, they're going to say, yeah, why wouldn't we do that? Now, a lot of things got to happen for that to happen, and we've discussed some of those um, earlier this week. But, yeah, I, I just think generally speaking, after they see – Hugh Freeze on the opposing sideline, and of course he's going to get a lot of screen time, and his name's going to be thrown out a lot. I think, regardless of what happens, that speech will only ramp up next week. Have you stroked that check yet, Center? Oh, you're breaking up, Bob. I can't. I can't hear you. <laughs> Isn't that funny, Luke? Anytime you talk to Kelly about paying for something, he he, he develops hearing issues. I've noticed that. If you go out yeah. to eat with him, he never brings his wallet. It's just amazing coincidences. Uh- Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> and by the way, our young producer that we sent to your house yesterday said that some of your help was very rude to him, Kelly. Very rude. Well, that, that takes care of the Christmas bonuses then. That's, yeah, that's... Well, any excuse, right? <laughs> any reason not Hello? to give him a bonus, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. All right, I understand Mr. Sander has lots of news for us as he, he'll he do his sports cast on the Eagle Hour in the second segment. Ben Willoughby, who's kind of like an older version of Kelly Sander in a lot of ways, he's going to be on the show a little later. He's going to do some picks with us, and we're going to catch up with, uh, with a really great, great guy in Ben Willoughby. So lots of reasons to stick around. We'll, of course, do our Conference USA picks for the weekend as well. Stay with us. The Eagle Hour continues right after this. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back. Glad you're with us on a Friday afternoon. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. It's a great place to buy Southern Miss stuff, of course. If you don't want to shop in person, you can go to CampusBookmart.net. They'll deliver it to your house. Or if you'd like to go to the store, they're open Monday through Saturday. They're on Hardy Street 
They're right across the street from the Southern Miss campus. And we appreciate them very much for joining us on the Eagle Hour. Ben Willoughby about to come up. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for sports with Kelly Sander on your side. And unfortunately, he may be in your restroom, too. Take it away, Kelly. Thank you very much, Brian Kelly. Lots of things going on in the world of football, both in Conference USA and in the country. Let's start nationally. The NCAA trying to bolster football ratings and television because uh, the NBA ratings are so bad and the World Series games are in the tank television-wise. The NCAA trying to bolster the postseason play came up with a marketing idea to actually label that time of year. And I don't know who they paid this money to. It was certainly well worth it because, like a genius, the NCAA is going to call that time of year bowl season. (laughs) I know. Wait a minute. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I know who did this. This is the same marketing department that when they couldn't have trick-or-treat at the Pete, they called it trick-or-treat with Southern Miss. (laughs) I think it amazes me how creative they can come up with these ideas. Yes, bowl season yeah. is what they're going to call it, as if it's never been called that before. Right. Also on the national scene, the uh, the highly heralded Army-Navy game that is in the national spotlight every year will be moved from Philadelphia, which is a neutral site for both of those schools. It will be moved and be played in West Point this year for the first time since 1943. Because of COVID concerns, the city of Philadelphia will only allow a certain number of to attend games in that stadium. So Army and Navy said they will move the game to West Point where they can increase those numbers. And the first time since World War II that those two service academies will play on a campus rather than in a neutral site. The National Basketball Association hasn't uh, just wrapped up this season, and they're just getting ready to think about the next season when they talk about uh, starting the next season Christmas weekend, or the weekend that Christmas starts. So they'll just get a a month or two off, and then uh, get started again to try to get back to a regular schedule as best possible. So they're looking at a Christmas start. And in the latest Massey Renew, which monitors college football and uses all different types of uh, formulas to come up with the best teams in the country, they've got Alabama number one. But when you look at uh, Conference USA, Marshall is the top-rated Conference USA team coming in 56 out of 130. Then comes Florida Atlantic at 68, although we think UAB is probably better than FAU. Massey has FAU at 68 and UAB at 88. To put uh, Southern Miss in perspective, their weekend opponent, the Liberty Flames, come in the latest Massey ratings, 82nd. 82nd. Southern Miss comes in at 119 out of 130. In fact, 9 out of the bottom 15 our teams from Conference USA, the worst team in Division One football, according to Massey, is Louisiana Monroe. They are winless, and they are at 130. But then working backwards from there, UTEP is 126. Middle Tennessee is 125. Florida International is 122. Old Dominion, who didn't even play this year, is 121. North Texas is at 120. Southern Miss is at 119. Rice is 117. Western Kentucky 116, and Texas San Antonio at 114. So no love for Conference USA at all from the Massey rating. And based on that, the theory is it's better just not to play if you're in Conference USA. You get a higher oh. Massey rating. Well, yeah, right. I mean, 
the Owls are playing their first game what, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And then they come to Hattiesburg next week. So yeah. And did I understand you to just say that we just got finally, thank God, done with the NBA and they're going to start playing again in two months? That's right, Christmas. Because oh. they normally start, you know, this time of year. Yeah. And then and then end in June, but because they just they're, so they're trying to, you know, the only the only season, you know, NFL season, of course, got started on time, and it looks like Major League Baseball will be able to start on time next year in March or April. But again, as to the number of fans that'll be allowed, hopefully, for heaven's sakes, you hope that we've got this at least under control or or uh, things to where. COVID can be treated or even prevented that we could get back somewhat to normal on a sports you know, basis in, in the spring so that baseball uh, won't be affected like it was this yeah. year. I don't know, uh, Luke, if you listened to the debate last night, President Trump says things are going to get better soon, and President or Vice President Biden says we're doomed. Yes. <clears throat> Did he forget that message when he announced it or what? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was kind of worried about Sleepy Joe last night, guys. I, I thought about the last half hour he might keel over at any moment and take a nap. He looked like, to me, he got pretty tired. You know who he looks like is Ellis John- Johnson. Uh-oh. Was I, to, <laughs> was I supposed to say that? I guess. I guess. <laughs> An Ellis Johnson reference. I'm sorry, Luke. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was interesting. It was interesting. And, Bob, you know, high school games tonight, some of the high school games across the state are being canceled because of COVID. Some are all in Lamar County still shut down, so they'll forfeit their game against uh, Stone. Some of the other games, Starkville is not playing tonight. Starkville Academy's game has been canceled because of bad uh, uh, COVID numbers in Starkville, and I think Gautier and Wayne County are also canceling their game. It just, it just seems really interesting when you look at these COVID numbers across the state that the highest numbers seem to be from the college campuses or the cities well, yeah. where there are college campuses. Well, no question you know, about that. Hattiesburg, yeah. Starkville, and Oxford. So. Interesting you said that. You've, in your lifetime, had to forfeit a few things from being stoned, haven't you, Kelly? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Luke, how'd the JUCOs do last night, brother? Well, Jones uh, had a dominating 40-13 to 13 lead going into the fourth quarter, and then uh, they, they let Southwest back in the game, and Southwest they got an onside kick, and, and they got some penalties that helped. And so, anyway, Jones held on to win, but it was 40-27. Wow. to 27. It was... It was one of those games where, uh, you know, Southwest hit them with a couple of uh, a, a few plays in the beginning of the game, and then Jones took the lead and, and then let them in at the end. I kind of, I should I should uh, mention this. I kind of got uh, in, in trouble with, this was a joke last night, but I kind of got in trouble with the Southwest athletic director, and I think we're actually on in that part of the state, so I just need to apologize to, hmm. to Bill Wallace. I was... Uh, on the road yesterday, and, and I was talking to Richard Cross on Sports Talk about the Southern Miss game, and he asked about the JUCO game, and I just said, yeah, Jones should have a field day. I mean, you know, it's, Southwest had been outscored like 62-3 to three in the first two games, and I just kind of made the, you know, in passing that, you know, I didn't think Southwest was, was that, that good. I, I didn't bring up any stats. I just said... And apparently, uh, some people at Southwest took exception to that. So anyway, anybody with the Southwest uh, Mississippi Community College, I uh, sincerely apologize. Jones did win last night, forty to twenty-seven. Northwest uh, had a scare up in Boonville. They they had they got taken to overtime by Northeast, and Northwest pulled it out in overtime, thirty 
34-28, and then Gulf Coast blew out East Central 31-3. So Jones is 2-1, uh, and one, and uh, what the, the, their only hope is to beat Gulf Coast in two weeks. you got the cat fight next Thursday night in Ellisville uh, with Pearl River coming to town. It's the Hall of Fame game. And, and then the next week they will go uh, down – uh, to Perkinston and, and take on Gulf Coast. And so what Jones is hoping for is uh, for Hines, Mississippi Gulf Coast, and for Jones to have a three-way tie would be a two and one at the end of the year, or, or they would only have one loss at the end of the year. And, Kelly, I have no idea how the tie-breaking system works. I don't think anybody else does either. Any idea? No, I don't, particularly you know this year, because you know, East Mississippi uh, opted out before the season even started, and you had Colin and Hines that were scheduled to play last night. That game got, you know, that game got canceled. You got Coloma and Delta playing on on Saturday. So I mean, again, equal uh, unequal number of games, uneven numbers of teams. You have a bye week every week. You know, Pearl River had its bye week this week to get ready for the cat fight next week. So, whew, man, it's just a, it's it's mind boggling just to try to keep everything straight. You know, yeah. high school, junior college, colleges, and NFL. And Kelly Pearl River has all new coaching staff. Am I correct about that? Yeah, they do. Seth Smith, who uh, who took over the reins there from from Ted Egger. Seth Smith was a was a as a Pearl River grad and highly successful high school coach at East Central High School in Hurley. And he is really he's a Scotty Walden type, a real fire breather. Has injected some enthusiasm into these guys, and and they were competitive in their first two games against the defending national champs of Mississippi Gulf Coast and then, and then Kulin and then defeated East Central last week. And that first win is always the toughest one to get. Uh, so, I, you know, the, the cat fight in the last couple of years has kind of been lopsided where Jones has, has had its way. And Jones, playing, you know, playing at home, they may very well, you know, win again next Thursday. But this is a much better uh, Pearl River team. The bad news is for Pearl Rivers, they play in that division with Jones, with Gulf Coast, with Hines, and with Cole Lynn. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's kind yeah. of tough sledding in that division, but they wouldn't have it any other way. That's some Southern Miss flavor on that coaching staff, too. That's what I like about uh, the Wildcats. That's right. Ty, Ty Trahan, the defensive coordinator uh, for Seth Smith, of course. So, and, and he's he's going to be one of these real hot properties going up, too, because he's, he's finding success at just about every level he's, that he's coached at. All so. right, Kelly, real quick, uh, weekend plans out at the mansion? Oh, Bob, you know, I, I don't like to, to divulge what's going on because looters and things, you know, if yeah. it ever gets out, then I'm away. So. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, the smaller people try to get near you and that sort of thing. It's frustrating, isn't it, Kelly? It, particularly middle-aged women. It is. It's a, it's a cross <laughs> I have to bear. See you next week, Sander. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a good one, guys. We'll be right back with Ben Willoughby next on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back on a Friday. It's been a great week on the Eagle Hour. Appreciate you joining us every day from 1 to 2. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, and beautiful downtown Laurel. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Catfish Friday was uh, today, and man, you missed some good food if you missed that. Got some exciting uh, stuff this weekend, Saints Game Day Brunch Sunday. 4th Street's going to be open at 11. They've got shrimp and grits, 
chicken and waffles. They've got breakfast platters. They have also specials everywhere. Lots to do over there. And, of course, so you can watch Southern Miss, you can watch the World Series, and you can watch them hoodats at 4th Street Bar and Grill. We greatly appreciate their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. Golden Eagles headed out right now to Liberty. I think that is uh, probably the best news that all of us uh, could hear this week. Uh, Southern Miss uh, testing every day this week. Of course, uh, of course uh, sorry for that. Coach Scotty Walden will not uh, be making the trip as he tested positive for COVID-19 earlier in the week. Tim Billings set to uh, be in charge tomorrow as the acting head coach, but Southern Miss on the road to Liberty and uh, so thankful to hear that. Bob, it's been a big week on the Eagle Hour. We've, we've We've had some uh, really awesome guests. We had some NFL uh, player. We've had some former coaches. But we saved the best for last, a real legend on the Eagle Hour today. No question. A, a wonderful, <laughs> legendary name in Southern Miss sports, Ben Willoughby, member of the National Championship football team, Hall of Fame, my baseball buddy. Ben, it's good to hear from you, bro. Well, good to hear from you. I enjoyed talking with you. Glad you called. Yeah, we always have some fun at some baseball games. We've sweated oh, through some man, close ones, I'll tell you we? what, I, it's, <laughs> uh, I've, I've been to many one of those games. And, of course, worked out. you know, I've worked out there for right. nearly 20 years and uh, got a lot of things started out there that I'm proud of. And then, and uh, I don't uh, – if I miss a game, it's because it's something that I just can't dodge. Uh, but I, I try to make all of them, particularly the ones here, and a few out of time. Right. Well, it's always fun sitting with you, and I'm looking forward to uh, hooking up with you some this spring and uh, well, good. and watching good. our Golden Eagles. All right, Ben, we ask you to come on the show because we know what an expert you are. And, no, I don't uh, know about that now. <laughs> and I just been around a long time. It's our Friday to pick Conference USA football winners and losers, and who better? Who better to have on the show than Ben Willoughby? So if you're ready, Ben, we're going to let Luke get us started here, and, and you, you're our guest, so you'll you'll get the first pick in every game. Okay. All right, let's go, Luke. Two games tonight. Uh, the first is Jacksonville State, who's 2-1. and one. They go down to Miami to take on Florida International of Conference USA. That is a game on ESPN3, Jacksonville State at Florida International. Florida International, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Ben Willoughby, who you got? I'd take Florida International. Yeah, I think Ben's probably right on that one. They're a pretty, pretty decent football team uh, to be mm-hmm. in Conference USA, and Jacksonville State really not used to playing quite at that level. So Ben and I are together on the Panthers, Luke. I like yeah, I, I think too. it's just a, a case of uh, too much athleticism on Florida International's part and uh, the FCS school at the yeah, FBS school. And right. Florida International yeah. out uh, last week, game postponed with Charlotte. So I'll, I'll take the Panthers also. Ben, this is uh, this next one is probably the biggest game in, in uh, Conference USA this week. Uh, Louisiana, the University of Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns who lost a big game against Coastal Carolina last week. They go to Birmingham to take on 4-1 and one UAB, Louisiana Lafayette at UAB. Uh, the Raging Cajuns are a two-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to take UAB on that one. I'm, is this game's in Birmingham, you said? Yes. Well, I, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I think they've won 20, 21, 22 straight home games. I don't see any reason for that to stop tonight. I, I like the There Blazers. you go. I, 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 I'm going to take them, yeah. Right. Luke? 
UAB, uh, this is an interesting game. ULL is legit under Billy Napier, and and they've shown that. Uh, they, they've won some big games. They're ranked in the top 25 until they played Coastal Carolina. I just think that Spencer Brown can uh, run the ball on them really well. He's averaging right at 100 yards a game for UAB. I don't see Bill Clark losing in his living room, so I'm going to take uh, UAB. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff on CBS Sports Network. All right, big slate of games. The first full slate of games we've had in Conference USA the entire year. Get started tomorrow at 11 a.m. UTEP on the road at Charlotte. Charlotte is a 15-point favorite. I really don't know anything about either one of them, but say 15-point favorites, I, if I was betting on it, that's who I'd bet on. I mean, I, I don't know a thing in the world about either one of them. Right. Well, I don't really either, and uh, I, I'm just going to do whatever Ben's doing, so, I, so I'm, I'm betting on Charlotte, too. Yeah, I think that's Drop be, to be a good bit. Uh, will Healy's a good coach at Charlotte. They're better than one and two, and uh, I think UTEP uh, will will get exposed a little bit after that real hot start. So I'm going with y'all, mm-hmm. going with the 49ers. One uh, thirty kick t- tomorrow up in Huntington, West Virginia, Florida Atlantic. That has only played one game on the entire year. Florida Atlantic goes to the undefeated, twenty-two ranked Marshall Thundering Herd. Marshall, a sixteen and a half point favorite. <laughs> well, if my head, if I was betting some of my money, which I don't, I don't bet on football games very much. I'd have to take Marshall, I believe, on that one. Yeah, I think Marshall's the best team in Conference USA. Yeah, I think, they look look like they're pretty well loaded up. Yeah, I think they're going to win Conference USA this year. So I'm I'm with the herd, right? I, I think Louisiana Tech's a better team than FAU, and, and uh, this Marshall team beat Louisiana Tech by, by 18 points uh, last mm. week. And so FAU has only played one game. Marshall has got the momentum and uh, has been playing every week. I think they will win that one. I think they'll actually probably cover in that one. 2.30 kickoff tomorrow, Middle Tennessee, 1-5. and five. You say that's bad. Well, Rice hadn't even played a football game. So Middle Tennessee at Rice down in Houston. Rice is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. How about it, Ben? Oh, I'll take Rice on that one. I, you know, I, I'm spe- I'm smelling some Uncle Ben's rice myself, so I'm going to... Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen there. I think the Owls are going to be anxious to get on that football field and win themselves a game. I hear one hooting right now. Now, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> you hear You know from Yeah, experience. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, he just flew by With, uh, and lit in a tree. <laughs> When when I'm in doubt, I vote for for Middle Tennessee. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the the Raiders on the road. Three o'clock uh, tomorrow afternoon, Chattanooga, who has not played a game at all um, from the FCS, they go up the road to Bowling Green to take on Western Kentucky. So Chattanooga at Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, a two touchdown favorite. Ben Willoughby. Western. Yeah, I think this is the pillow fight of the week. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess uh, even a Conference USA team can beat Chattanooga. I'm in agreement also. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow night, this is an interesting game, Bob. What about, a girl, Bob. What about um, a girl Scout team? Could they beat Chattanooga? It would be close, but the Girl Scouts can be pretty pretty salty, as you know, Ben. They can. Some of them yeah. can. Sure. Them, them and those Dixie Darlings, you got to watch out. They're, they're oh, scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember a couple, that. A couple games left. Ago. A long time ago. Tomorrow night at 7 p.m., Louisiana Tech 
at San Antonio. This is, I think, is going to be a better one than some people realize. Louisiana Tech at San Antonio Tech, a two and a half point favorite. Ben, Louisiana Tech's the favorite. Yeah, they've yes, been sir. good for a lot, pretty good most every year for a long time. I'll take them. I like their coach. I think they've got a really good coach over in Ruston, yeah. and, and I like the right. Bulldogs in this one too. They have a, they have I'm a for the Roadrunners because yeah. I want uh, us to, for our loss earlier in the year to be avenged. I think UTSA has a better offense than some people think, so I'm going to pull for the Roadrunners in a close one. All right, last game. Here we go. 12 p.m. tomorrow, ESPN3, Southern Miss, a 13-and-a-half-point underdog mm. at Liberty. Ben. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna be for Southern, and I, I'm gonna pick them. I, I think our coach has done really well. I've talked to him a couple of times, and I like the way he talks, and I've watched him practice a little bit, and I think we're gonna win that football game. Okay, I'm gonna part ways with my buddy. I learned back when I bet on football games not to listen to your heart. <laughs> Cost me a lot well, that's of money. A, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So I'm going to have to say I think Liberty's going to win. Well, you may be right about that. It's uh, yeah. I wouldn't uh, uh, uphill I wouldn't uh, uphill pull for sure. How about you, Luke? Liberty will probably win the game, but I will pick the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. You only okay. have one life to live. You have nothing <laughs> there you go. to lose on go. the road. <laughs> You have an interim head coach who has COVID nineteen. You have an active acting third head coach. I mean, just go for it. Just go out. You ain't got nothing to lose. So uh, yeah, my my heart definitely five times bigger than my head on this pick. <laughs> All right, two picks from the heart, one from the head. So uh, we got two guys here saying uh, Southern. Hey Ben, it's always fun to have you on the show, brother. We love talking to you. And uh, anytime, I've enjoyed talking with you guys. Y'all right. take care. I enjoyed listening to y'all. No, thank you a lot, Ben. The great Ben Willoughby, now. everybody, on the Eagle Hour. No finer man in the city of Hattiesburg for sure. We'll be right back. To the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Last segment of the week brought to you by Toyota of Hattiesburg. They're located on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Also online all the time at toyotahattiesburg.com. When you need to make a new vehicle purchase, let Toyota of Hattiesburg make it with you. Great selection, great inventory, great help over at Toyota of Hattiesburg. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. A couple news and notes. Uh, Southern Miss Volleyball going to uh, take on Louisiana Tech tomorrow in a doubleheader at 11 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. It's a closed event, but you can uh, stream for free at CUSA.tv. So uh, maybe watch a little volleyball before the 12 p.m. kickoff with Liberty. Uh, UAB was was supposed to come down also, but unable to make the trip. But uh, volleyball getting some work in. And the official volleyball season, just a reminder, been moved back 
to the spring. Golden Eagle men's tennis team is set to host its only tournament action of the fall. The Southern Miss Fall Invitational will start today through Sunday. Fans are allowed, uh, but the, the campus policy, you have to wear mask in transit and uh, maintain social distancing at the facility, and it's a free admission. So uh, Southern Miss men's tennis will be joined by Chattanooga, Middle Tennessee, and South Alabama, singles and doubles. So pretty cool to have uh, some other sports going on on campus. Uh, Bob, uh, we mentioned this off air. I wanted to let people know this is pretty interesting. So the big splash hire with Jackson State, they get Coach Prime, Deion Sanders Prime Time, comes and uh, to coach the football team. But announced earlier today, Jackson State now has been put on probation by the NCAA. Uh, apparently, 34 student athletes practiced and competed before receiving final uh, eligibility from the NCAA. They were charged with several level two violations. Also, uh, someone was someone's godmother was paid three hundred dollars. Uh, the godmother of a football prospect and other tutoring or tutoring violations for student athletes uh, announced today. Two years of probation, a fine of five thousand uh, dollars. The football program must serve a one-week ban for unofficial visits. In 2021, they have to uh, receive or they'll be punished for football official paid visits uh, will be reduced for 2021 and 2022. They have to serve a a one-week ban on all recruiting communication contacts. So you just wonder, did Primetime know about this before he was announced as the head coach? You got to believe they told him that, you know, at least that they were under investigation. But it doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound like the penalties are, are too great. Look, how, how how often do you think those sorts of uh, violations take place, say, in the SEC? <clears throat> yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> you don't. Know but you don't. Know, you don't ever hear much about that, do you? No, you never hear much about that. Uh, but Jackson State, I don't think the penalties were too severe, and I don't know. It gets so you, as a fan of a small university. It gets just gets so old to see that any time there's a any time it seems like there's any NCAA sanctions, it always comes against smaller schools. It's so rare that you hear it against uh, you know Power Five schools that I guess you can make what you want to make of that, but it sure does seem to be coincidental, does it not, my friend? And I know you're not the biggest fan of the NCAA. It does. I mean, it. You know, it, it's it, it happens, and it seems like the decisions that they make just always cause you to scratch your head just a little longer um, than normal. But yeah, so yeah. Jackson State on on probation now. A couple news and notes about the game tomorrow: Southern Miss at Liberty in Lynchburg, Virginia. Williams Stadium holds twenty five thousand people. A twelve o'clock kickoff that's Central Time on ESPN three. Matt Warner, Joe Jock, and Emily Austin on the call. This is the first time that Southern Miss and Liberty have ever played. Liberty moved up to the FBS level in two thousand. 18. It's the first of a two-game series. Liberty will come back to Hattiesburg on September 3rd, 2022. If uh, the coach of Liberty is coaching Southern Miss at that time, Bob, that will be very, very be fun, interesting. Mark. His name is Hugh Freeze. He's a 1992 heard, yeah. graduate yeah. of Southern Miss. First time Freeze has faced his alma mater as an opposing coach. 
Southern Miss has not played in Virginia since playing Old Dominion in 2016. So, yeah, again, what I said was you ain't got nothing. To, if you're on that plane right now flying from Mississippi up to Lynchburg, you ain't got one thing to lose. Go out there, play all out, and I think there will be some sort of Scotty Walden rallying cry you know, among them. Do it for coach, and I would love to see him go up there and pull the upset. All right, ESPN3, you said if you have a smart TV, you can pick it up on the ESPN app on a smart television. Is that right? Yeah, so if you've got cable or an ESPN subscription, what you can do is you just get on your, your ESPN app and you log into your, your cable provider or you sign into your ESPN Plus account. A lot of people do that, Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. Probably will be able to watch it that way, but if you got a cable subscription, you can just get on ESPN, log in you know, with your DirecTV, your Comcast, or Dish, and uh, you'll be able to watch it. All right, 12 noon our time, is that correct? That's it, 12 right. central. Great week on the Eagle Hour. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed doing it. We thank all of our great guests we've had throughout the week. And most of all, we thank you for tuning in each and every day. We really are very grateful to you for that. Luke and I will be back Monday at 1 o'clock. And until then, everybody, Southern Miss. To the top. Into the future. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Talk Mississippi Media Production.